Welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits here at the Recycle Garage in sunny Santa Cruz, Santa Cruz. California. Uh-huh. So, uh, people in the room don't know it, but this is our Christmas episode. So, Merry Christmas, everyone! Yeah. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas. <laughs> is it? <laughs> we are. We're not going to be recording on Christmas, so we're going to be releasing this episode. Oh, it's Christmas. right. We're doing the video. Oh. Yeah, exactly. So, Merry Christmas, everyone! Merry Christmas! And I will thank. Uh, for those who have already sent us presents, so appreciate it. And for those who have sent them, and we haven't received them yet now, but we have by the time you hear this, thank you again so much. I'm going to be sharing them all at the Christmas party, so I'm sure we'll be getting a follow-up, probably a video on that. So thank you very much. Um, so we've got a special recording tonight we're doing. So let's just start with who's in the room. This is Liza. Hello, world. Right. I'm trying out a new one. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah. I don't like that yeah. one. I felt like that was like, <sighs> Hello, world. Nope. Hi, Liza. You got to sing it. Sing it. Yeah, sing it. No. Come on. No. Kind of, yeah, come on. Show it to me. Hello, show-tune. world. There you yeah, go. There we go. Um, <laughs> that's a little bit better. <laughs> no, it was the jazz hands. It really it was the jazz hands. Yeah. Uh, next to me, I got Naked Jim. Naked Jim to you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. What do you want me to say? All right. Next to that, we got Fruit Loop Mike. How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> next to that, we got back from Scotland is Jake. Howdy. Wearing some very old shoes. They're, yeah, they are. They definitely came off. Considering her history <laughs> with clothing, they definitely came off a dead person. They do. Half your motorcycle gear came off people that have moved on. <laughs> That's true. Plus, <laughs> well, is a motorcycle gear. And then on the pretty yeah, girl, here you are. on the pretty girl couch tonight, we've got Dominic. All the way from. England. Ollie, oh. I'm here. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> we were thinking the same about you. <laughs> and weird. also on the Pretty Girl Couch tonight, we have Luke. Happy to be here. There you go. Lisa. Who is sucking down a burrito. Indeed. <laughs> I look, it, it's like, if, you hear, if you hear the lips smacking. <laughs> I kind of feel like, like, like Jesus is eating Mexican food on our couch. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's your name now. straddled between his That's legs, fair. staring intently uh, at his burrito. <laughs> Is Terry? No, no, it's, it's, <laughs> no. It's Terry's dog Charger because Terry is right beside him. <laughs> Go electric, everybody! Go electric! Exactly. Can we talk more about Charger? <laughs> Dude, I dare you to drop a bean between your legs. Charger's already wolf something. Part of part of the vegan burrito. Drop out of a bean, sand. lose a bean. <laughs> oh shit! Going down. Oh my god! Oh, that was right out of your crotch. That was the crotch lick right now. there. Charger and I have an understanding. <laughs> Apparently so. Yeah. <laughs> Bite carefully. You guys speak on a whole other oh level. Charger's oh a gosh. bean counter. So, <laughs> so let's get right to Mike, who did something cool recently and has just been bubbling over with excitement to tell the world about what he did. I paid my taxes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now I know you're lying. <laughs> um, so you went to a cool event. Where'd you go? Uh, I went down to Ventura County. Uh, for the Chopper Chopper Fest with David Mann and um, 
Who is David Mann? David Mann's an artist, a uh, a famous chopper artist that a lot of um a lot of custom bike builders have been, you know, they replicate the bikes that he's been his, you know, made for a while. It's been it's like a thing, you know, like when you it's like, oh David Mann replica, whatever. So it, it's, you know, pretty nostalgic show and, and this and that. Or so, you know, I thought uh, and and I remember I got the uh, I think it was I don't remember what fucking magazine I got two or three years ago, but Hustler, I, yeah, it could have been Hustler. Um, but I, I was looking in the, and I had it in my bathroom and I and I read it all the time, you know. Hustler, and, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's exactly what it is. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so there's and every time I go to like the David Mann coverage from a couple years ago, I, I keep seeing like this one bike and it was made out of eyeballs. It was straight up like you know like this blue really, glass. Uh, no, but they're just like 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 sounds like something crazy like Rick Fairless would do. Yeah, very very like I don't know, just just kind of like this guy's a limit with the creativity on the bikes. You know, Born Free is kind of similar to that, but then there's like somewhat of a dialed in um, nature to, to how people build. You know, but you know they're allowed to do whatever they want, uh, but it kind of still resembles a bike. But some of the stuff I I would see in the magazine was just like just go go for it. You know what I mean? So I got a quick question for you. Shoot. How long were you at this event? Nah. Why do you got to go there? <laughs> Why do you got to go there? This is like a backtrack this thing. Is, this is just the doorway to where we're going. Right. Oh, okay. So do you want me to tell how, you how what long, happened? How long, were you, how long were you at the event? Uh, Dom. Uh, like three or four hours. Bullshit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we, I think we were there like, well, maybe you were there a little bit because I was running away from the cops. But <laughs> yeah, you, were out, was, you were floating with a cop in the car park. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was about two two hours, two and a half hours. All right. Okay. And how long Felt did it like take you to get there? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it took me like three times, three times that in the middle of the night in the pouring rain, pretty much. Wait, why would you ride down in the middle of the rain, in the middle of the night in the pouring rain? Because it's chopper fast, y'all. <laughs> no, nah, because tell the truth, Mike. Because because I because you know because I fucking come through. That's why. Because somebody tells me, yeah, say I'm going to do something, I fucking do it. That's why. He did. You know, here's what I'll say. Mike started telling this story, and I'm all he finished his story, and I'm like, good on you, man. No, that's bullshit. Everybody shit. cut me yeah. off halfway through. They were like, ah, this story's getting fucking tired. Let me tell well, you something. Mike is a strapping, good-looking, muscular dude who looks like he could control a room, but secretly inside, he's having mini breakdowns. And you had a freak out. What, yesterday? <laughs> oh, I was so upset. I couldn't fucking believe that shit. Because listen, because Dom, you remember, we, I was listening to the podcast on the way back, and I'm like, they didn't say a fucking word about what we just did. I did wonder about that. <laughs> they didn't even say Dom's coming. <laughs> Yo. I, I don't mind about that. Though. I do. Okay. I'm, I was you... so offended. And I'm, I'm just listening. I'm like, okay, an hour into it. I'm like, still no mention about, you know, the epic fucking journey. You know? You see, Mike uh, suffers from a rare disorder called FOMO. Oh, no. Not FOMO. Yeah. FOMO. For us. A fear of missing out. <laughs> he's constantly worried when he's not here. What's going on without him, and why aren't we talking no, 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 about no. it? Mike, you, you know and Charger have a lot in common. I'll <laughs> yeah. No, because I'll call. I'll call. I'll, I'll be like. I'll be like when I called you the other day at the fucking. Uh, what do you call it? The the dirt bike challenge. Whatever dirt bag challenge. I'm like, oh, we're we're running a little bit late. What's going on? Oh my god, you missed everything, Mike. <laughs> you missed everything. Like wheels on fire and fucking, you know, the naked lady came out and, and it's almost over. You know, you guys better get here soon. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like rushing everybody here. Charlie's reading the run. I love dirtbag challenge. Yeah, dirtbag's fun. So anyway. So you had a little uh, problem on your first attempt to go down south. Well, you're riding Lucky Charms, right? Yeah. So so, so I got the big VTX thirteen hundred custom cruiser lucky charms and um beautiful bike mm. stop it stop it 
You stop it right now. I don't believe a fucking word you say. <laughs> but anyway, so so anyway, I'm, I I prepped the shit out of it. You know, I, I'm looking at Rain. Here's the story. My, my buddy Eric was going to come with me, and he's all pumped, and I'm making the plans. He says, wait till 1 o'clock on Saturday. It's when I get out of work, and then, you, you you know, we'll go together. And I'm like, fine, no problem. Watching the weather, watching the weather, and, and I'm like, hey, it's going to rain a little bit. No big deal. I got rain gear, Ziploc bags. We're good to go. Put the fender on so I'm not going to get rain, you know, on, on my ass or whatever. And so the next thing you know, I'm start getting calls like two days out, like, oh, dude, yeah, you see the rain? I'm like, bro, you got a brand new fucking Harley. Like, what are you crying about? You know, don't worry about it. You'll be fine. I was nice. I, I didn't say it like that. I was like, yeah, you know, it's cool. Don't worry. We got rain gear. They say, well, what kind of rain gear? I'm like, bro. I'm like, and he's like, well, should I wear like snowboard gear? I'm like, bro, you're older than I am. Like, are you fucking kidding me? I don't know. Figure it the fuck out. Throw some plastic bags on. Get in your fucking bike. And let's go. You know? So anyway. The, it's 12.45 and he calls me and it starts pouring down and now I'm looking at the map and it's raining every fucking route all the way down there and I'm like I know he's gonna be a little bitch but <laughs> but I was like but you know what Dong's coming from England I've been in contact with him for weeks and I told him that I would come and meet him you know what I'm saying down there and I, I promised him that I would come and then Matt was waiting for me down there Yeah, Joshin from uh, Basket Case Magazine I said I was gonna meet him down there oh did you see him down there yeah Cool. Oh, oh, shout yeah. out to Josh. Basket case. Oh, yeah. He had a, he had a great time. Yeah, you gave him the no, those guys are rad. That was my motivation. So all of a sudden, I get about a mile or two away from my house. He he, he, he just doesn't. He stops calling me back. And I'm like, whatever. Fuck you. You know, and I hit the road about two miles down the road. You know, it's it's so I, I call Mary on the phone. I'm going to stop Mike. It was rain. That was that soaker rain the other day. Mary's it was looking at me like I'm crazy. Dumping. It's like, dude, this is a soaker. She's like, are you sure you want to do this, Mike? Are you sure you want? I was like, come on. I was like, I was like, come on. You know, Eric's being a little bitch. My bike's oh, green. Stuff. I'm going. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> My bike's green. That means go. So we're, we're hitting the road, you know? Yeah. So I get on the road, two miles down the road, and I'm like, this is fucking crazy. You know, I got the windshield on and, and everything. I'm, I'm soaking wet two miles down the road. And I, I'm geared the fuck out. I look like the black state put marshmallow, man. I, I got everything on. And I call Mary, and I'm like, Mary, quick, call all the car, uh, car rental places. And she's like, <laughs> okay, I'll do it. I try to turn back around. It takes me like fucking 20 minutes because the cars are going so slow. They get back home. She's like, I got bad news. All the car rentals closed at one o'clock. <laughs> you know, she it's, never it's, called any of them. She's like, fuck that. <laughs> she, she had the fucking computer. She's like, yeah, calling shit. She had the computer open there with all the rentals there. So I was like, all right, she, you know, she cares, whatever, you know. Um, so then I get in there and, 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 uh, and I'm, you know, stripping all my clothes off, getting everything to get dried and I get down on my boxes. I'm sitting on the couch. She's sitting there next to me chilling. She's like, oh, I feel really bad for you. A couple minutes go by and I'm like thinking, thinking, what am I going to do? Then I hear this really soft voice. He's like, who's the bitch now? <laughs> she She's so said funny. I couldn't even look up at her. I was like, you, if you weren't fucking pregnant right now, I swear to God. So, <laughs> She's hilarious. Yeah, she is. She really got me there. So anyway, I, I'm, I'm like, you know what? I got to come up with a plan. I sat there and I thought about it. Next thing you know, I call Liza. I'm like, Liza, let me get the Jeep, you know? And she promptly said no. <laughs> so, Hell no. So I make a couple more phone calls, and I'm like, I got to do something, got to do something. Then I go back to the weather app, and I'm like checking the times when the when the rain looks like it's stopping. And it looks like it stopped at 2 o'clock the next morning. So I'm like, all right, cool. You know? and, and I was like, this is what I'll do. You know, Pop two Tylenol PMs, pass the fuck out, get up at 2, two o'clock in the morning, hit the road. Um, now, I'm riding by myself. It's the 101, and you know I'm going like fucking 90. There's no cars on the road. And I'm, I'm, I got the, the bike cranked the fuck out, and it's just fog. You can see like 50 feet ahead of you, and I'm, <laughs> and, I, and I'm sitting there like, like trying to, like I'm just so fucking razor focused because it's raining, you know, it's still right, raining and a it's bit. It's night, yeah. It's night, it's the fog, and 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 I'm like, yeah, I don't give a fuck, you know. 
Obviously. I'm going to get there, yeah. <laughs> and the crazy thing was that, like, I would, like, between the windscreen having shit on it and then my eyes, I'm like, I keep, like, popping up over the top of the windscreen and, like, looking around, wiping it down. And I'm like, is this a turn? Yes, it is. Maybe go to 85. Okay, back to 90. Boom, you know? <laughs> and then we rode the, some of the road on the way back, and I was like, what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, anyway. For the love of the art, Mike. Oh, yeah, for David Mann. You know what I'm saying? For Chopper mm-hmm. Fest. So anyway, that's biker shit, man. That's what I'm saying. You know? Chopper shit. I'll tell so, you, yeah. 101 can be tough. Luke rode back. He borrowed somebody's zero to ride back, and uh, they screwed it up. And Luke lost his headlight around King City and made it all the way back to Santa Cruz <laughs> at, night? at night. I rode at night with no headlight on a bike. Fucking on a bike that was actually, uh, the tires were, at least the rear was flapping from delaminating <laughs> because it was what? coming apart. Ooh. And it would also... <clears throat> randomly just turn off. Wait, we <laughs> hardly noticed though because there was no illumination. So it turned off. Somebody <laughs> told me you were smart. Luke, Luke, <laughs> is smart. Luke is smart, but he's Shit. insane. He is. <laughs> Wait, did you follow like a car the whole time, or like? It's dark out I did, there. I did what I had to do. Oh, okay. That's some <laughs> that meant, renegade. That meant right waiting on the side of the road until something went by that had bright taillights, <laughs> and then pinning it and riding in the glow of their taillights yeah. as my navigation. And then uh, I did that on a bike once, a bicycle. <laughs> yeah, it, I did it from LA. That's fucked. That's fine. I also ride in the snow, and I've never had a ride stop from rain or even affect it. Yeah. Nice. You know, maybe you should so have taken, continue should, with your story. I should have, <laughs> I should have brought him to the fucking since, since show. Since we started you know this I mean? game of who's the craziest motherfucker in the room, anyone else want to try and talk that? Yeah, no. I don't know. Jerry Finch posted forty. Uh, you know, I, look, I'm calling you the next time we got a show. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Win, lose, or draw, you're coming with me. So anyway, so I hit the road. I get down there, and you know, I'm 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 doing good on time. And the whole idea was to get there and meet because Dom stayed with Matt, Quiet Matt. Um, Dom came into Santa Barbara. And uh, he hooked up with Matt and stayed with him for a few days, borrowed a bike and whatnot, and um, they were riding around a bunch. So we get in there, and the whole premise for meeting up with Matt is Matt wants to take <clears> us on that road. What the hell is it called? The, the uh, Dragon? or the Mulholland. Mulholland Highway. He's awesome road. Yeah, he's yeah, been telling right. us about it. You know, he lives right near it, and we're all like, bullshit, whatever. They got great whatever. roads down there. It was, Holland it was awesome, man. Yeah, so yeah. I didn't really have like a right. time reference for how things were, but I knew that if I got down there on Saturday, we could you know do the show on Sunday. <laughs> You know, check out Mahan on, on Saturday, maybe hit the one for you on the way back. Yeah. That was the idea. Now everything's like cut in half for time. So as soon as I get down there, I get there at 845. I get up to Matt's house <laughs> and I'm like, well, my fucking, t- my exhaust fell off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like right before I got there. happens. Yeah. Not to you. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't happen to me anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Yeah. So I, get, that. I, I didn't realize it till like 20 minutes from Matt's house when I get off and I'm like, I thought my, my, my volume went down on my Bluetooth because I'm like, damn, dude. Like, maybe my battery's dying because this fucking engine sounds loud as fuck. You know, just, just, just breaking windows behind you, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, then, like, and, and, and at some point, I thought somebody got really mad behind me. The fucking tip must have flew off with the baffle and just smashed someone's car or something. You know, oh, like shit. a fist at 90, you know? So anyway, I get there, and I, and I notice that the exhaust wrap is around my brake pad, whatever. And I, and, I, and, I, and I cut all that shit off. I get some, again, I got the tool bag and some, some wire around it and shit. And uh, I'm like, Matt, I'm coming in hot. I'm coming in hot. You know what I'm saying? You better get that. <laughs> but really cold at the same time. But really cold, yeah. <laughs> and wet. But before I did that, I, sh- I showed up at the fairgrounds because I-, I happened to pass by it on the road. And I was like, oh, let me just stop in and like see what's going on. I pull up there. 
And I'm seeing guys riding on these vintage choppers by and like t-shirts, you know, like the baby tees, like the really skinny guys with the beards wearing shit. <laughs> you know, the cool guys and, and the t-shirts and the jeans, you know what I mean? And, I, and I'm, I'm pulling up like, like the black fucking uh, Michelin man, you know what I mean? <laughs> like geared the fuck out because the sun picture, just man. came up, you know what I mean? I would like to say for the record, we've tried to do long distance rides with Mike, which is frustrating because he's that guy who's taking his time. You've got your helmet on ready to go and he's pulling out a cigarette and coffee, right? <laughs> Dom, he, don't fucking know, look at me, He's in no rush. <laughs> Unless he's wet and miserable. So now I know what to do on our next ride. I'm bringing a super soaker. Right. <laughs> I'm keep, and all I got to do is keep your balls wet. And I think it'll keep you motivated. Yeah, that's true. Keep my balls wet and we're good to go. You know what I'm saying? I'm good for a good ride if you got my balls wet. You know. Remind me not to ride with you. <laughs> look, look, she's not, yeah. she's not super, super soaker. She's going to punch him. So. <laughs> it's me and you, Luke. Trust me. I got you, bro. You know what I'm saying? Midnight rider, baby. <laughs> so keep going. You're so anyway, almost to the so hot pull, shower part. Yeah. So I pull up and uh, and I'm saying and I pull up to Matt's. They got the door open and I roll up and um. No, we heard him like ten minutes before he got there. <laughs> <laughs> totally. And I get in and Matt's like and I'm like, bro, just bring me to the dryer, you know. And they're waiting to get breakfast. They've been up for what? First of all, these guys are sitting there drinking coffee, sitting on the couch watching Top Fucking Gear. Having a good old it's fucking time. It's called Grand Tour. Whatever, bro. So, and I come in and I'm just like, I don't know what time it is. And I'm like, I'm, I'm still going like 90. My fucking my ears ringing and shit, you know, smell like smoke. And they're just like, oh, no, it's cool. Everything's cool. I'm like, dude, it's not fucking cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> Nothing is cool right now. But I'm fucking here. I told you I'd be here. I said, just wait a little bit. We'll get breakfast. So we go inside. I throw my shit in the dryer and, and I run into the, the shower and I take a fucking like a 30 minute shower and warm up. <laughs> We get back out and uh, and Matt's like, dude, let's go get breakfast. Uh, show starts at now. Here's the thing: is the show starts at ten to four on Sunday, which is a little bit weird, you know. I don't know why they have it on a Sunday um, at, at those times. So he's like, let's get breakfast up at the Rock Store in uh, Mulholland. So we said, all right, you know, let's go there. And we we get on the, the freeway. It's about twenty minutes from his house, and we ride up and get breakfast. Uh, and then we take a ride through, and I see that fucking our Nicky Mouse guy. You know what I'm saying? He heard yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. I could see him he as I'm right coming the up the hill. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm looking, and this fucking guy's got all his gear on. He's standing right by the corner taking pictures. At first, I'm like, oh, he wants to take a picture of my bike. You know what I mean? Then I'm looking at him, I'm like, yo, fuck this guy. He wants me to crash. You know? <laughs> and I point <laughs> him out. YouTube as guy. Yeah. And I'm coming through the turn. I'm just looking at him like, fuck you, dude. I'm not going down on my bike. You know? It's called target fixation. <laughs> now I was good. I was good though. I, I I went down like 15. I was like, now you get a nice slow cool picture of my bike. You know? So anyway, we get through and he's like, and now it's like 12:30, and and we're we're like, you know, two and a half hours into the show. Got breakfast, did Mulholland, knocked all that shit out. So your FOMO was in full effect. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so we hit the road and we get up to the to the Chopper Fest. Now here's the other th fun fact: um, mm. my license plate fell off. <laughs> <laughs> so. So, oh, yeah, so I lost the plate. Now, what I had to do, and this is what I did. I got a picture on my phone of my license plate from, <laughs> uh, you know, when I went to get it registered for the beaches here to get the little stick or whatever. Now, the picture is, is pixeled out, but I was able to, you know, crop it out, do some colors, make it look like a real plate. But the only problem is it's kind of got this little torque at the end of the, the numbers. So when I blew up the picture, it kind of looks like a normal plate, but the numbers mm -hmm. go up like this and it's really kind of fuzzy. But it looked good from far away with the Terry lights on. Terry sounds like something you, you try and get away yeah. with. When you're going 90 in the fog. Yeah. But here's the now here's the fucking problem though. I got the thing laminated right, and I fit it out, put the license plate on, put the lights on. I told the fucking guy, I said, "Look, punch the holes out, laminate it, punch the holes again, because I don't want water to get inside of it." I was thinking, you know, yeah. he didn't do it. 
So when I get by the time I get down there with all the fucking rain, it's like a tie dye license plate, super fucking illegal. It was just like all tie dyed out with like lights blaring on it. It was bad. So I, when we pulled into the show, these guys took off and parked, and I'm 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 like, and and the cop like well, there was pulled, a cop by the entrance. Yeah, there was a bunch of cops, but a bike cop just like pulled up right next to me, and I was like, oh fuck! I was like, um, I'm real cool, dude. You can go first. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> totally, man. I'm I'm like you know the law, whatever. And so he goes, and I'm like, I duck in, and I just like brawl next to these guys and start talking to them like like we're cool or some shit, you know. And um, they went up actually being pretty cool, but then I was like, all right, cool. The cops gone. I gotta go, you know. And then and then, so we, so we go inside the show. Now here's here's my here's my two cents on the show. I thought it was a little, uh, you know, there was like thirty display bikes. A lot of them were recycled, um, born free bikes. Um, I didn't really see what I thought I would see based on the magazine, so I'm a little disappointed by it. Um, the um, say if there was thirty bikes on display, there had to have been like you know I don't know three vendors per bike. Yeah, so there had to have been like over ninety to one hundred vendors. So they're all selling the same shit. Pretty much, you know, a lot of the same stuff from from Born Free. I don't know, and and it was a lot of like same same looking like kind of dudes. Like it, it just, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't really feel like it was super authentic. And um, there was some cool stuff there, man. There was like I found a tailpiece for my exhaust. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I totally did. That was like the best part of the show. I swear, we went straight in there, and I went right to the swap meet because I know I could find some junk there. You know. A bunch of Harley shit. Somebody get this guy a hundred lock nuts. You know, <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. So we get the thing and and uh, and then we start walking around. But uh, to me, it seemed like a like a um, accessory show with some show bikes in it. It didn't. It, it I didn't get the David Mann vibe. You know what I mean? And and like that was that was kind of disappointing me a little bit. I didn't feel like you know. I went there and there was like this. It was like this ode to David Mann feel. You know, it was kind of like. I don't know. It just seemed like a little half-hearted to me, and uh, mm-hmm. and 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 so if that was all I did when we went down there, I would have been yeah. a little disappointed. Well, there's so many bike builders down there, right? There I was. Mean, I saw Aki. I mean, I mean, just being in general in the LA area, there's a lot of custom bike builders down there. Yeah, I wore my Misfit shirt too, by the way. Um, but don't worry because you always have Born Free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but Aki Sakimoto was there. I saw his bike, talked to him for a little bit, and he remembered us. He was stoked on it. Then he started making fun of me and shit a little bit. Didn't really like that. <laughs> but uh, so anyway, we, we we get to the show. We're there for like two and a half hours when we take off. But uh, the best part of the trip was was hanging out with Dom and Matt. Aww. You know, we, we, we can we just real quickly, just just real quickly share Matt's story. Which one? Oh, is this when we can talk feel, about when he when the bike fell on him I again? Feel, I feel oh no, it's it's another bike falling on him. Remember? So, oh yeah, that's oh, right. Poor baby. What'd you do? <laughs> so quiet, quiet. Matt was down there and he picked up a new to him, really good looking, fancy ass. What is it? A ZX ZX six RR six RR. Can we let Dom tell the story because it sounds like it'll be like a TV show or something? Well, we're just we're just real quick. Um, but apparently. It was a very slow speed. Super slow. Yeah, it was It was the weird kind of, you know, the mist that's rained just when you're riding through it because you're hitting it. And it was like settling on the ground and he went we, for- We call that fog. <laughs> no, but it was, thick, it, was, it was thicker than that. Wait, I don't he, know. He dropped his new bike. Brand new. Literally. Brand I, new. I, had oh. pictures, I had pictures from the morning where he's handing over the cash. Like no. an hour and a half later. I got a question, Dom. Mm. What was the part that broke off of it made out of? The part that fell off, the expensive oh, the part. Damper. What was the material? It was what kind of metal was it? I don't know, tempered steel. I, I, I think it was aluminum. aluminum. It wasn't aluminum. Oh, he wants you to say aluminum. Oh, you said it right. Yeah, 
Oh. He wants to say aluminium. Dye. Is that what that was about? Um, so yeah, so Matt's fine, and of course he's wearing his full racing leathers and everything. But yeah, it's just one fine. of those. Rah, rah. Well, yeah. when he his black- new to him beautiful bike, he yeah. dropped at a low speed. Yeah, like two. And miles sadly, it was right in front of like a, a park entrance or something. And it was like a uh, military airbase. A <laughs> military oh. airbase where a police officer was posted at the gate. So he had to yeah. call. The fire rescue Everything. and ambulance. He yeah. called them called as the he watched him crash and he like called it in and then rolled up to Matt to say Matt he's doing Matt said he okay. slid about three feet. Yeah. It was a very low speed, fully leathered. Yeah. Not an issue. Well, he fucked his steering So what did he do? Just lock but, his front wheel? What did he do? Yeah, something it was, like that. It was super wet. The back just came out. <laughs> I think like back in. And so he's sitting on. there. He had to wait for the full fire rescue. And yeah, because no, they're like, <laughs> whole fire truck yeah. turned up, three firemen. Because like, they're, they're like, like, nothing happens like, around here. You know, here. the medivac bags, the paperwork, and they were like, you're an adult. You can decide whether we leave or not, but you can't sue us later. Like, the whole spiel. It was really funny. Yeah, so it was like- Very American, just, right? Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to say it, but it was like, liability central. Support. Matt. <laughs> but you know what? When he was telling us that, I was like, dude, good. It's out of the way. That's yeah, done. Exactly. You've dropped exactly. it. Fuck it. Now have a good time. Yeah, yeah. But let's, drop let's now talk about Dom, who's here. Hey. And Dom, <laughs> yeah, you're, uh, you're so shy. It's so funny. So, Dom, you have written in to us before. Yeah. And um, the thing that's cool is, so I remember how exciting it was when we first started this podcast, first few ep- episodes, you're like, is anybody listening you have no idea we created this email address and we'd say like all right if somebody emails us we'll send you a t-shirt like is there anyone listening and this guy from england ollie emailed in and i'm like fuck now i gotta spend like 30 bucks to (laughs) ship them a t-shirt but i did because we were so ecstatic that somebody out there was listening and Ollie is a friend of yours. Who yeah, man. He, he did a mural in my workshop wall. He, he's awesome. It's sex. Yeah. And turned you on to Jesus. us. And so you've been listening to us. Now, you've only been writing for eight months now? No. that's I've only had my full license because remember, we got the crazy tiered licensing in the The tiered system. Oh, okay. So I, I rode off-road a little bit as a kid. Yeah. I've had a 125 for years. You got TTR? Oh, okay. No, huh. no, no. So the eight months is for a big boy bike? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like a, How a, many a, tiers are there? Uh, oh, if you take it when you're over 23 now, you can yeah. go straight to a big boy bike, like you said. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But what uh, are, what are the tiers exactly? Oh, What's the first boring. one? Um, so you've got like a- It's like a cake. Uh, yeah. A boring bureaucratic English cake. cake. Yeah. English cake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 125? So it it tastes like sausage. Uh, CBT's compulsory basic training. It's <clears throat> half a day. You can't fail it. Like I, I was online with two guys that actually fell off during it and you still get your certificate. That you and they committed to. suicide. <laughs> <laughs> one was on acid. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that gets you, you can ride a geared one, two, five okay. uh, on that. And then that's an L plate. You've got to ride with an L plate. You mm-hmm. can have that for two years. Two uh, years. Yeah. Until you refre- then you've got to refresh it or you've got to do your full license. What's L mean? Learner. Learner. Yeah. So, yeah. wow, y'all, I'm kind of surprised. So like, that limits you to 125 cc's? Is yeah, oh, yeah, they do it. Oh, it's 11 kilowatt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. That, that's interesting because I remember Zero having a limit for that, and we were wondering why, and it's because of that. Yeah, it's for the European thing. They do okay. that in France with the FXS or something. So, yeah. right, simmer so, down, simmer down. Hold on, Terry. 125 <laughs> for like two years, and then what's the next level? Uh, then, if you're under 21, you do an A2 license, which is limited to 35 kilowatts. So, that's like a, a 500cc ish kind of range. Okay. Yeah. That's... And then uh, after that, then. 
That's it's, a big boy th- bike. Then it's yeah, then it's unrestricted after that. But uh, until yeah. recently, you could go kind of like here. You could go straight and buy a Jixer and ride into a wall. Yeah, that's yeah. that's how yeah. we do it here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, so I started on a Jixer seven fifty with no motorcycle experience, yeah. <laughs> other than dirt biking. America had, <laughs> had no problems and didn't get my license for like maybe seven or eight years after that. In fact, I didn't get a motorcycle <laughs> endorsement until I started to work for a motorcycle company. I was like, I guess I better do it. So <laughs> that shows you Luke right there. Yeah, oh, that's when I got my full and, license too. Yeah. And still, still to this date, having uh a stamp on a plastic card in your wallet has no impact on your riding skills or capability or no. safety or anything. No. It's your anti-endorsement there. Huh? It's kind of yeah. like if you survive <laughs> that, then yeah. you're good. Yep. It's a That's, selection process. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Okay, so you've been riding a while, but you've been riding big boy bikes a while now. Mm. And and what what is your current, what's in your current stable? Uh, we've got a TRX 850, which is, you don't get that over here. It looks right. like a ripoff of the um, Ducati Super Sports. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, or it's it looks a cool like bike. A, uh, it, thanks. It looks like that TDM 850. It's got the same engine. It's a ballsy it? first bike, I'll say it's that. It's got the wait, it's it's not actually as grunty as you'd think. Well, it's the like, way it looks. Oh, okay, yeah. But it's it's big, which is nice cuz I'm a yeah. bit long in the bits. Or almost like like a <laughs> weird Kagiva or something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and is that your only bike? Uh no. Um we've got a well, I kind of share it with Ollie. We got I got it kind of for him. I paid him with it for doing a bunch of he did all the branding and uh like concept work for our bike yeah uh but his girlfriend didn't want him spending a whole bunch of money on a bike and it's not that she doesn't want him getting a bike but it was just the okay kind so of, there's a secret love child bike. There, was, there was a semantic yeah so I, I paid him with this uh it was a k100 uh lt the luxury tour yeah, one yeah 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 with the speakers Ooh. in it's got a tape deck it's fucking awesome <laughs> it's so it, it's so good but um i uh i ride that now and then as well it lives at the workshop what? Okay, so it's a four-cylinder BMW. Yeah, uh, yep. but Ollie's got all sorts of crazy plans. He's gonna he's gonna strip it off. We're gonna he's gonna illustrate the 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 fairing. Gonna turn it into a chair. We're gonna all sorts of stupid shit. Oh my heck! Yeah, <laughs> I, I had a K seventy five. Yeah, I got a K. That's my other bike. So I got a K seventy five. That was technically my first bike I bought before I had a full license, and I just took it apart. And then I, and that was that, and that was a bad idea. <laughs> we actually ended up using the. Um, uh, it came with a spare engine. We ended up using it as the that as a bench test generator at the hoverbike company okay yeah. we're gonna get there yeah <clears throat> all right so but why are you here in california right now because i wanted to come it's like a it's like the mecca for it electric is. motorcycles everything is here it, it is. is there's no avoiding it so and, and the misfits you got this <laughs> well, and you guys, yeah. so you got this crazy <laughs> idea in your head a few years ago right uh, yeah it's it was yeah when i was working i used to be big into like bicycles the so last time i was here i cycled the west coast oh, okay. i used to design wow. and build bicycles uh and then i got into electric bicycles so it's been a kind of a progression of getting essentially lazier <laughs> <laughs> are, uh, are you on endless fear by chance yeah that's that's where i first heard about this guy awesome. oh, okay, yeah, okay. all roads kind of lead to him eventually yeah. <laughs> that is true electric, electric bicycles rock yeah they're, they're great man so i saw his death bike when i was still working on electric bicycles and i'm sorry what what bike the death bike the death bike all right we'll just take a quick side trip to yeah, the... yeah 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 okay so we've talked about this before and and I, it's too bad douglas isn't here to really have that sheepish look on his face as we admit this so we were up i should have brought it at, and oh rid it and, uh, still got it so you had another story it's, it's it's ready to go in front of my house and you're welcome to go uh, lose a bunch of skin anytime you want <laughs> <laughs> so 
years ago. If you're um, looking to get wrecked, it doesn't disappoint you. <laughs> years ago, we were up at Infineon Raceway uh, for the races. And there was, that was when uh, Kenyon was there racing. I love uh, Kenyon. Yes, exactly. Racing, and we had no idea who won because every bike had stopped at some point. It was the weirdest race <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> That was the early days. Those were the early days. Yes, I know. Um, but then there was this crowd near the uh, near Kenyon's tent. And these people hovering around this mountain bike, and it was a pink BMX at that time. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, what the hell is this? And it had this electric... like a little BMX that drug dealers use. One of those little ones. Uh, <laughs> it was. It, it was, was the front my, of one. My buddy's street trials pink bmx that he actually rode on for like a decade and then uh we were at his house and extended the swing arm on it i mean it doesn't have a swing arm but extended the frame where the rear wheel mounts like about two and a half feet back further than it was and then added enough power that even with with more swing arm than a hayabusa it just violently flips the rider instantaneously flips the rider so, <laughs> like a catapult like a mousetrap that you sit down on and hold on to the yes. handlebars and then just get splattered so if you actually go on YouTube and, and, and look up Death Bike and you'll see this thing like oh race God, like a Tesla so and like a, a sports car or something I race, I race a number of leader bikes with it too yeah. and oh, yeah. school all of the leader bikes so, so oh there's this crowd around this bike and Douglas I was like, oh, what is that? And this, for us, electric bikes was still kind of a new thing, right? Very interesting. So this crazy dude had strapped some electric motor onto this little bike. Didn't look like much. And you're just like, hey, you want to try it? <laughs> I would actually make people say a waiver onto my video before I let them get on that said that yeah. they understood it was dangerous yes, and that yes. they were riding a dangerous thing under their own free will. Yeah, I understand I'm going to eat shit. It's, it's kind of like giving a small child a loaded gun and saying, you know this is dangerous, right? Wait, are those bicycle tires so, or are they actual... I, eventually, I went to super bike tires yeah. after uh, so many bicycle tires didn't complete a race, actually. <laughs> so, Douglas hops on it and now Douglas is mindful and he pays attention. And he was like, okay, okay. And he, he steadily took off up a hill and, and then a short time later, he comes back rolling down the hill and he goes yeah that was really cool man cool and he hands it over and he turns to me and goes come on let's go quick <laughs> <laughs> i don't remember and, yeah. any of this yeah I let and so, so many people ride and it. so as yeah. we're walking away i'm like what the fuck dude he goes dude i almost killed people <laughs> <laughs> he gets to the top of this hill and it's a driveway and they have like buses and traffic uh, coming down, and then they have a um, the metal partition for the pedestrian walkway to keep him away from all the cars. So he gets to the top, and he's just trying to do like a quick U turn to come back down, and is not. He just he blips the throttle. That's a mistake and, every time. And the thing <laughs> takes off in a straight line time. towards a wall of pedestrians. <laughs> it hits the barricade, knocks it back about two feet. <laughs> That's Everyone awesome. like jumps, and he like, I think he had to like kick the front wheel like back into alignment, and he like <laughs> <laughs> rode it back down the hill. Like, yeah, really cool, man. Thanks. <laughs> but he was That's like, awesome. oh my god, if that barricade had not been there, I would have taken out a family. Oh, like uh, it scared fuck. the shit out of him. Yeah, that. Um, 
you, you know you're having you know you're having a close call with death on that bike yes. if you're on it or it's near you on, <laughs> that's you how can, you know that you're having a rough time if you can oh see it yeah you might yeah, die. yeah you're in danger yeah they were just doing something really cool on discovery channel canada it was like this awesome plane type thing it's like that's really cool and then the other guy goes but it's not death bike cool and then they do this thing on luke on the discovery channel <laughs> is that right <laughs> yeah what? so yeah so you got to check out the death bike. This is just one of the many crazy things Luke has done. But let's get back. While you're over from the UK, you should uh, stop by my place. It's like five miles away. Oh, and uh, <laughs> lose a little skin. You may yeah. as well. Come back with a skull. Um, make, yeah. a, make a blood sacrifice. <laughs> at, the at, the, at the altar of yeah. the death bike. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, I wanna, I'll I come light a candle. Yeah. I want to <laughs> film We'll it. do that for you. Let me film, I yeah, film yeah, it. Man. Come up. It'll be fun. Oh, you got to wear our tracksuit. Oh, yeah, with have, the, the, with yeah, the lightning bolts and shit. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. so, I got text all shit. So, Dom, you came out here to the mecca where all electric things are happening mm. because you decided to st- start making your own electric bike. Uh, yeah, yeah, we well, we yeah, prototype. So it's a prototype. So your company is called Union Motion. Uh huh. So what is the concept here? Is this a production bike? What 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 are you doing? Uh, we wanted to demo uh, an electric drivetrain in kind of quote unquote a custom a custom bike. Because we want to take it to custom shows, we want to sort of get people excited about the possibilities of an electric drivetrain. Because you see them in bikes like Zero, mm-hmm. you see them in all sorts of places doing really cool, practical, everyday shit that's designed to persuade people that like on a practical. That, well, okay, not maybe lightning, <laughs> uh, but hey, that's cool. That's you know that they're like giant killers. They're trying to prove a point, but you know he's trying to get people really excited about how flexible you know an elastic electric powertrain mm-hmm. can be and kind of all the fun shit you can do with it. Um, so yeah, that, that's kind of what the first bike was for. And it's kind of a, you know, a bit of a PR piece. We take it out, you know, show some people, get, get feedback. And we've, we've had lots of that now. We've, it's been around the internet. Like you, you, you'd seen it, which was cool. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Um, what are, and, the, what are the specs on that bike? Uh, so it's, um, 48 kilowatt, um, peak. No, yes, peak. Um, and lots of talk depending how you set it up, but just more than it can really handle uh, so you can is it user friendly to set it up weirdly yeah the people who've had the easiest time riding it are ones who've never ridden bikes before and people have loads of behaviors like learned because they get on and they're like oh it's like a super sport i'm gonna like you know chuck it into turns and stuff and i've had like two guys drop it because they thought they, they were expecting to get the centrifugal kind of mass that you get from an engine yeah. and they're going really slowly around a corner and it's just they've just laid it down and they just look real stupid they're, so how does that their work? problem was going slowly yeah so yeah, that's yeah. that's what it is. <laughs> it's always the problem. It's always the problem. They don't realize how much control they've yeah. got at low speed. Yeah. So you have more control at low speed. Yeah, the, just the fidelity of. I mean, that's why. I mean, not to get really into it, but the, the, in terms of like an electric powertrain. Go to the fourth wall. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, so I've been reading a book about like the history of two-stroke. You know, the really early days, uh, like post-war Germany, and like where they were like stealing technology and the Japanese and like the birth of Honda. And it's really interesting shit. But basically it all boils down to control. Like you just, motorsport is about control. The more control you have, the faster you can go. And with the electric powertrain, you have all of the control all of the time. And that's fucking awesome. And obviously like everyone's well said. Thanks man. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, and obviously we've got all these learned behaviors, you know, everyone's, you know, we've got all these like haptic kind of responses and kind of like the, 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 all of our glands like produce shit when we hear certain noises, you know, like, you know, uh, but that's a learned behavior. You say glands? Glands. Oh. Yeah. Like, adrenochrome and all, you know, dopamine. Well, that's, that's the only shit you ever enjoy, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, people are going to grow out of that. You know, the, some of the, we take it to bike shows. It's really interesting to see, uh, the response. Cause you got all these old guys who, you know, that some of them are interested, but 
like a magnet just anyone who's <laughs> under like maybe 25 just straight to the bike and i love how you've like entered it in shows and there's a picture of your uh, ev bike yeah. Between two CBXs. Yeah, because we've got a spare cylinder each for us. Yeah. <laughs> Six cylinder Hondas and this thing, and everyone's like, what the fuck? Yeah, no, they're like, where's the exhaust pipe? Because they, they just couldn't, because it's so new in England as well. Right. We're, we're quite a, we're quite a, quite far behind. It's a good looking bike, too, though. Thanks, man. Yeah, it looks really cool. So I want to ask you real quick. Where, so where is England? Like, uh, is, mm. are there electric it's cars? It's in between across America. There? Yeah, across <laughs> it's in between America and Europe, Liza. Oh. Uh, let, let's start geography. <laughs> no, really, no. you want to go here? Don't go there. Okay. So, um, uh oh, uh, Charger's going for the corner. The possum might be yeah. possums on the move. Oh. All right. So, um, so are there electric cars over there? Is there yeah. infrastructure for that? Yeah, it's not bad. It's getting there. That we got Leafs, you know, i threes, Teslas. Yeah. It, it, it's it's coming. But the bikes, uh, it, it's it's a bit of a bit more of a well, maybe not a more diehard culture, but. It's just people don't because it's a luxury item. They can't just. I think people justify electric cars through the kind of the the utility of it. You know, you can go, you can go to your friends. It's saving me money. Da da da. And everyone's like, okay, fine. But with an electric bike, it's it's a it's an indulgence. Well, didn't the uh, UK Parliament just recently, like in the past few months, subsidies? Yeah, they do a subsidy. Like fine, people finally. have been people have been waiting for like five years for that because they said they were going to do that. Yeah, literally like five years ago, and it has taken ages for it to come through. Well, because so I'm on the forums and like. 40 or 50 people in the last couple of months have all bought zeros yeah, in England finally. that never had them before that wanted them so I spoke, bad. I spoke to some of the dealers a while ago and they said that they've all, they'd almost basically made sales like two years ago, but they've got people on the waiting list waiting for the grants to come through. Yeah. And now they're fighting. So zero just re-entered the UK, I think like last year. Yeah, yeah. And since then people have been waiting for this stuff. So finally it's come through, which is really cool, but yeah. it's still behind. We're basically, yeah. And if you look at Europe, like they're, they're still fine. There's so how many electric bike companies are there in England? UK based. Um, um, it's, I mean, I, I've got to scrape it together here. So people who don't technically build production bikes, I'm still going to yeah, count yeah, because yeah, it's yeah. all we got. So, um, I mean, <clears throat> so how many brands are there? So there's zero and, um, well, they're not UK based, but not UK based. How many available? are available? Okay. In the so, UK? uh, zero, Agenica from Italy. Okay. Um, you've got BMW, well, you've got their we, scooter. We call it Energica. So okay. what do you, how do you pronounce it? Agenica. Agen okay. I've never heard anyone else say it. Okay. <laughs> okay. They have a shop here in San Francisco. Yeah. I yeah. saw they launched out here yeah. too. Um, and then uh, they don't sell them anymore, but there was this company uh, called Sieta, who are now Sieta Group, okay. who are now supplying motors. Uh, they've just brought um, Cedric Lynch on board, which is pretty cool. Yeah, um, Cedric's awesome. Cedric is a wizard. Um, He's... You guys, have you guys seen Cedric? Cedric, no. Cedric is one of the smartest people I've and that's coming from ever had the pleasure of meeting in my whole life yeah. and has blown my mind many times. And... Uh, Whoever has him is lucky to have him. Yeah. So, and hopefully they're going to treat him well, which yeah. is nice. Yeah. So, so it's still it's a very new market there. Yeah. So you're kind of getting in at the beginning. Here. Yeah, and we the yeah if you do it on a, a, a bike by bike basis or kind of you know consulting, it, it it gets us. It's a way for us to get by until the the it's matured, you know, to the point at which we can be producing kind of multiple bikes. But now I know a lot of the companies like Zero started out doing dirt bikes because yeah. you don't have to it's pass all of the legislation it's a legislation thing yeah so are you having that same issue um custom bikes it's again that's kind of a good way to get into it because technically the phaser all we got to put it in for is an engine change so <laughs> so you took an existing bike yeah. and modified it yeah so difference. it's got a vin number we haven't messed too much with like the fundamentals of it so you can uh you can just take it to a dvla center and uh with the right people there you can yeah you can just get it re re-registered What's the top speed on that bike? Uh, it's geared for 110, but that's, you know, 
What could you do if you wanted to let it go? Is that depends, depends on the space you've That's got. miles per hour. Miles per hour. Miles per hour. Miles per hour. Um, it's enough to lose your license. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and can you say what kind of batteries you're is, using? Is it enough to lose your license or enough to get away and keep it? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I got I got I got stopped just outside Brighton. It's it's only enough to lose it. <laughs> that was on the that was on the TRX. That wasn't on the yeah. Um, so can you say what kind of batteries you're using? Yeah, we uh, we got a um, a salvaged uh, 2015 Nissan Leaf. So I love this. So you guys heard this? So explain how you did this. So this was almost this time last year. Me and Damien were at his flat in London. We'd literally just kind of been like, okay, we're going to do this. And Damien's awesome like this. He just, he just makes stuff happen. So he's already on like dealership, breakers yards, auction sites. And found like the one crash, crashed Nissan Leaf in the whole of the UK. Because the problem with Nissan, <laughs> the problem with Nissan Leaf dealers, uh, uh, drivers, is yeah. that they're not the kind of people who crash cars. You know, <laughs> they're, right? They're, right? Um, at least don't total them. Oh, they don't total them. So right. thankfully, someone at Edinburgh University, which is a good like five hundred mile drive from where we were, uh, had let one of the students take out their like faculty. Uh, mm -hmm. Nissan thing, yeah, and they just put it straight into a lamppost. Um, Perfect, yeah, <laughs> well so, done, yeah, good. I want to find that kid and shake their hand. Yeah, yeah. so, so I, 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 dro I drove, well I drove done. to Edinburgh yeah. while Damien was still bidding on this, so we weren't sure if we were going to get it. And he, call <laughs> yeah, yeah, he calls me halfway up, and he's like, "We we got it, but I've I've got to get it. It's it was disabled. It's got no handbrake." Because it's it, it's some electric nonsense and it had gone. Right. Yeah, I didn't know how. Basically, it, it, it smashed in and it, the wheels wouldn't move. So we had to get it. You know, those massive forklift trucks. One of those up onto the back of a, a lorry. We had to mm -hmm. take it to a Nissan dealership full of these Scottish mechanics who weren't amused at me coming into a dealership <laughs> being like, I've got this salvage paperwork. We want to we wanna get the battery out. And obviously, uh, Nissan's whole shtick is you can't have the oh, kind of the batteries. Right. But I think it's like level one, some hazardous waste or something when, mm -hmm. it's, when it's crashed. So we got it out. Took six of us to get it into the back of a van, drove it back down to Brighton, and then we cracked that open. And I didn't electrocute myself, which was the big part. Yeah, well, and I love. Um, yeah. what, what did you do with the rest of the car? Uh, oh, we sold it back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we, um, and then we, since then, we've actually sold off most of the cells to people who've got uh, projects on the go because of the UK. You know, like you guys, like you were saying, you've got a guy up the coast here who who uh, sells individuals. In, individual. We call them tins because it's like right. it's four cells in a yep. in tin. Yep. Um, it's a good system though because you can just stack them up to whatever nominal voltage you need. So. Convenient. How, where are you sourcing your other components, like the controller and motor? Oh, all over, all over Europe. That, that's pretty cool. Like a lot of uh, places in Eastern Europe have um, quite interesting kind of electrical engineering. Um, so we've got a motor at the moment we're using from. Um, shit, I'm gonna get this right. Uh, I think it's Slovenia company okay. company called Emrex. Um, they're they're cool. They they've been using all sorts of stuff like boats, cars, um, gliders, and shit. Um, and then we've got a controller from. And CISO, as a, I think from Croatia. Right. And they were good for a bit. And then I was riding it and then it blew up, uh, which was exciting because the controller was right below 50 kilograms of like lithium batteries. Oh. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, but we got it out uh, and it was fine. Uh, they were pretty cool. They gave us a full refund <clears throat> and they offered to come over and like help integrate the controller and figure out what went wrong. Because basically they just, that was what they didn't tell us is that was still a kind of a, beta testing controller even though it looked kind of ready to go because so we were kind of pushing them to get it because it was the right spec for us and we were kind of excited so we chucked it in there maybe a little hastily but now we're using Cefcon, uh which is mm -hmm. a little bit more run-of-the-mill and well tested so hopefully we're going to have that set up when i get back so we're going to be road legal with that bike uh in the new year which would be fun Cefcon on an imrex uh yeah so we got an engineer who's currently fighting the good fight 
trying to get those guys to get on. Or are you using a size two, size four? Size four. Size four, okay. Yeah. So all right. So what I, I love about your bike too, size it's four. it's kind of yeah. Hey guys, you cannot whisper on a podcast. I just told Jim I use a size six, like a motherfucker. Hey, he did Luke, this morning too. Jerry he sent me a picture. Size six as well. Luke, Luke and I. Luke and I <laughs> yeah, I was looking at your feet. You got pretty big feet. It's like, but we we do use a size six. That's you the truth. Ah, there you go. Yeah. You're listening, Will. Yeah. So, oh, I like it. So the styling, it's kind of. Uh, I, I'm not going to call it cafe or trackerish, but it's kind of modern retro. It's like, what do you call it? I I I I don't know really. I just wanted it uh, to not be kind of too retrospective. Like I, I feel you know maybe with you know the show we just went to, mm. there's this kind of like the snake eating its own tail thing going on in the custom scene. Like even the bigger manufacturers, if you look at the, the bike shows that have been around recently, mm. like it, it is there's a there is a kind of like a regurgitation of styles going yeah, on absolutely. and, and it, it's going to have to like break down at some point. You it's can't. It's kind of like classic rock, you know, they're not coming up with any more classic uh, rock, you know, they come up with a new genre. You can, only, you, you can only tell, tell Dave Grohl that. <laughs> okay. Come on. Dave, Dave Grohl is not classic rock. That's still current to me. All right. All right. All right. So, um, I, what I, I love your concept too, that, like I said, you're, you're making a bike that somebody can, custom order from you and i was saying it's very similar to the custom chopper thing where they're using the same powertrain on a lot of those like oh you just get your s and s motor and then you pick the frame and the seat and the bars and you build it around it whatever style you want so you're kind of already ahead of the game maybe well that's what we'd like to do is basically get this to the point at which we have other garages you know other custom builders coming to us being like okay we've seen your stuff works we know that you'll provide the support, even though we don't kind of have the expertise for the drivetrain technology, that we can now build whatever custom bike we want around that. And then, you know, if that goes to shows, hopefully that can kind of, because it's, I think I, I've, I've said it in some spiel on the website, but basically it just, it, it, it's the idea of getting people engaged on kind of an emotional level, you know, in the same way that petrol bikes do, you know, kind of gets you kind of right down in the middle bit, you know, and not just, not just, <laughs> the balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not just up between the ears, you know, like you, you, that's like you, the taint, Mike, cause you got two balls. It's got, it's in the middle. It's, yeah. it's gotta be it's somewhere. It's like when you get your taint tickled. I yeah. want to find that out. I want to research that a little bit. Yeah. Oh, we, we used to have a bike called the Gooch cause it, yeah. Yeah, it had gooch. a ball on the seat that vibrated you right in the Gooch. Yeah, see, that, that's, that's what's missing right now, you know? So, but for people who, who want to get a little background on on your previous projects, <laughs> you you did you were part of something pretty crazy. Well, before I this. I was I was a tech. I just I just made stuff. But um. you were part of something <laughs> pretty crazy. I all right. So it was like a year or two. This thing came out. This hover bike, mm. and it didn't look real. Like it looked like a joke or something, and I and all and a lot of the videos were like, wait, wait is that a model? Like, yeah, there was. A it lot looks of, like something George Lucas made. It, it's the li- it's the little white guy on that with the four propellers. That was the scale model that was it was sold as. Like, oh a shit, that was you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 you mean this like, was the on project? project. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. No. Well, I mean, yes. again, I was dumb. Uh, yeah. You slept in my house and you didn't even tell me that, bro. <laughs> I did. You weren't listening, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. You get to sleep in Mike's bed tonight. <laughs> yeah, totally. All right. So what 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 did you do on the hover bike? Uh just it's- you know fabrication i mean that's mainly what i do with this right. bike so i'm not an electrical engineer i went to right. art college I, I just make stuff i you know i put things together so you know everything we had like kevlar netting over the props to kind of stop mm-hmm. like falling through it oh. um, something came unplugged yeah. uh wiggle the base of the mic real quick it's django unchained over here 
There, oh, there we go. There you go. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. That, did you ever get to ride it? No. Uh, so Will, uh, the engineer who works with us now, yeah. he would fly that by remote control for like test runs. Yes. Which is pretty scary. So we used to fly that <laughs> inside a hangar that wasn't a huge amount bigger than it. We'd had it have it like tethered to the floor. Uh, and so there'd be three or four of us on like a sort of like tug of war, keeping it from like hitting the ceiling. And then Will would, you know, while we're tuning like the <laughs> controllers and stuff, he would fly it by like a, like a giant quadcopter basically. And, yeah. Okay. So I have one question. Why? <laughs> you'd have to ask the guy I used to work for. He was he was as you'd expect, kind of like a an evil genius. Uh, I guess the the better the better question is. Um, well, I know the Luke. answer to should, why Luke, because yeah. who, who helped fund that? Uh, yeah, well, that was that was on the kind of Pentagon black budget, basically. I think. Yeah. yeah. So U.S. military. Yeah. So if you want to know why it doesn't have to make sense in the yeah. military? Yeah. U.S. military because well, they, they've got that little you know DARPA. Like, yeah. When well, dealing with the devil, this yeah, year, right? <laughs> yeah. So that, that's the scale model of it. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. It was pretty. It was pretty nice. Did anyone actually get to write it? Uh, my old boss Chris, uh, he he flew the, <laughs> so the, the the first prototype, which was a dual prop one that ran on a BMW. 12. Bro, if I had this shit yeah. yesterday, man, I'd have been. I'd have been, taken like three hours You'd off been, the ride. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't need all the gear. I, I'd have flew right into Chopper Fest, right over the fence. Mike, it's it's coming. We'll t- we'll talk about this in a minute, but. You yeah, ask, you could probably ask Luke, Luke's got that. you, man. That's it's, so it's sick. Yeah. No comment. Wait, can I come? <laughs> I want to test ride that one. <laughs> All right, I'm, so I'm a me... good rider. I'm good. I'm good. We're good. So you have this bike. <clears throat> you just finished building it not long ago, right? Yeah, literally. That's why I've taken a holiday. <laughs> yeah, and so you're going to go back, and what are you going to build next? So really good news, actually. Literally, uh, the day I flew out, um, Damien and Will went to uh, this thing we have in the UK called the Niche Vehicle Network to mm-hmm. collect a check because we just got a grant to build, um, well, to do a desk study on a lightweight kind of city vehicle, like a two-wheeler. So something kind of not a million miles from uh, what Monday Motorcycles formerly right. Bolt have built. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have that really handy 50cc kind of no license niche in the UK, so it'll still have to be, like I said earlier, with a CBT. Right. But um, something for kind of uh, last mile transport kind of inner city uh, just because there was so, there was something available for that um in the uh in the in the grant scheme and because now we've built something quite big we've sort of realized that you know as as cool as that was uh where the technology is at and especially the kind of level of adoption in the uk kind of a, a lighter weight smaller vehicle is probably going to have a much bigger uptake than kind of like big boys right. toys kind of kind and of, of course um like everyone always asks the same questions like well how long does it take to charge mm. And you've got, what, two-hour charging time? Uh, yeah, so it's a six-kilowatt pack. Um, you can charge at three-kilowatt peak off of a household plug. Right. Uh, so, yeah, two hours. And then the other question everyone asks is, uh, well, how long will the charge last? Now, we've explained to our listeners, yeah. and I, I'm, I'm pretty sure our listeners know by now, that's a huge variable. Depends how you behave. Yes, yeah. I think, yes, I think they know. But at 60 miles an hour... That's a, yeah, I was glad you said that because I think that's on paper at least what we've projected. Mm-hmm. Uh, it should be about a sixty mile range. It's quite a small pack. Like, okay. yeah, like I said, it was built for testing. The way I've done it is so you can actually the the whole rear subframe pops off on four bolts, and you can just slide the whole pack out and pop a fresh one in. Right. Yeah. That's so, something that's important. And, and like I've encountered that with Terry when we were riding. How some of the zeros you can do a quick battery swap, and the others you yeah. can't. Yeah. That's, it, I think, is something It's strange. It, it, we've found that lots of users don't do it, but in the time that we were riding, we did a test ride, and one of the bikes I had been riding all day, and FX ran out, so we popped a good battery out of one of the good bikes, 
popped in the other bike and we both kept going. I'd, I'd like to explain Luke, my good battery. Because I was riding the one that, well, that like, drained. Like 4%. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think no, it was, that's, that's good. I think, was, that counts as I think good. the other, the good bike had 6%. So oh, we each yeah. had three. And he's like, ah, you should be good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ah, you uh, should be fine. I'm like, yeah, we'll, we'll be just great. You know, <laughs> we, 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 we made it. You know, yeah. well, hey, get, you'll like this, Luke. So one of the, one of the FXs did run out. I mean, we'd gone like probably 40 or 50, 60 miles a day of mm-hmm. test rides and, one of them ran out on the ride, so we just stopped and uh, popped a battery out of the good bike, popped in the other one, and believe it or not, both bikes kept going. I was like, you know, this is the first done, time I've really done it. Yeah. Done, the, done the same trick a few times myself. <laughs> I love it. It worked out. Yeah. Hey, I got a question about the, the hover bike. Mm-hmm. So I see that you got the one with the four propellers, and I see the uh, the one with the, with the two propellers. Yeah. The first thing that comes to my mind is obviously the, the one with the two propellers looks like it's um like not the scale one. It's uh, the one to ride that you would you would be riding. So no, there was a full there's a full size one of the uh, the four the four prop that was the P two. Okay. The P one is the one you're looking at there. That's the one Chris flew and uh, flipped. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I was, was yeah. going to ask. as soon as I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh, the the four kind of looks like you'd have a little bit more stabilization. Yeah. But as soon as I'm, I'm seeing the two, I'm kind of like. I'm like, it, to, it would easily just kind of go. You have to bit. gimbal the fans or thrust vector the the uh, prop wash to have just two. What does that mean? Gimbal? <laughs> no, no, because no, like, obviously I know. Maybe the, the listeners. The, the, <laughs> like we're in a fucking we're in a Star Wars it. movie all of a sudden. You can yeah. think about it like the plane that the motor mounts on and the prop spins on mm-hmm. must either tip in relation to the other prop. Mm-hmm. Or you have to have fins in your downwash that you can vector the thrust of your downwash. Like that's, that's, that's what he had. Yeah. Like this. Fins in um, the yeah, downwash. Yeah, yeah. Fins in the downwash. Yeah, um, I'll tell you what's pretty cool, actually. So that that can work. If you look up, at there's a thing called the, P, P, I think it's called the Piezi Air Jeep. I, was, I think it was oh, made. Yeah. yeah, it was yeah. made Wait, long, so time here, ago, long Luke, fucking time yeah. ago. Explain yeah. to me how this would work then with the two two, with the two fans. How would you make that it's stabilized? Got, so yeah, it's got, well, like you said. So, <clears throat> just like the tail of an airplane. Yeah. If you mm-hmm. put an airplane tail underneath each one of those propellers, then you could have control surfaces that cause the prop wash to vector off to some direction. So and would they be changing, opposite? Would they go like this? No. Or would they go together? It it depends on what control. If you were trying to rotate in in center mm-hmm. and rotate about the middle of the vehicle, then they would go opposite directions, and okay. you'd rotate about the opposite of the vehicle. Think of the rudder on a boat, whatever, yeah. but straight up. Whatever direction you can get the mass of the prop wash to go in will be the direction you make a resultant thrust in your vehicle. So if you can vector your mm-hmm. thrust directionally, then you can control the thrust resultant thrust on the vehicle directionally. Whichever way you push, it's going to go. Yeah. So how how would having those two fins under there, like, like specifically, maybe you already explained it, but prevent it from from just flipping over? So it would it, would having it, them straight like this? It do doesn't that? necessarily prevent anything. It would have to be the right size fin, and it would have to be hooked to the right controller with the right speed and the right feedback. And also, uh, if the front and the rear prop aren't counter rotating and in a speed range that can compensate for their own torques, you wouldn't be able to keep up with it from a little fin. So counter rotating meaning well, going like this. Can you throw right. a, they, not together. Can't you they, throw a self balancing gyroscope on there too? No, you would No. So so gyros could buy you stability from impulse mm-hmm. interruptions, right. but they couldn't buy you continued stability. There you go. Yeah, but so, so you want to have, be, you you have use, the, the, the like movers for good question though. Yeah. You'd use gyro more question. for like a sensor? Then it would kind well, of like tell you, and then it would the, like alter uh, that. The industry standard for every multi rotor is to use a MEMS gyro, which is a micro gyro, and it senses the orbits of electrons on this chip. And uh, depending on where they are, it knows the orientation of the 
chip itself, and so it uses this as feedback for position of the vehicle's horizon line. And kind so of like an using, iPhone? Kind of like an iPhone. The same, right. same chip technology, right. actually. And, yeah. we're, and uh, just about every multi-rotor uses this technology today. Well, good I job. Was, You've I made was, us all feel stupid. Thanks. <laughs> I was about to say, obviously not me, right? <laughs> I, that was for the listeners. I just wanted to listen. Most of the fuck was going on up in here. You know what the I mean? The listeners on, on SoundCloud. I've gone back three times to listen, and they're all like, "Oh shit, just give me a beer." <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, all right. So you're going to go back as soon as you get back. You're just going to start building again, and you. you so you're going to change the the what are you you can change controllers the size the amount of batteries uh oh wait you used up all the batteries oh you know on the prototype we're just <laughs> we're gonna get the prototype road legal right uh it's gonna be my daily rider hopefully okay should be cool uh we've got a couple of guys who are much better riders than me like i said i've only on a, mm-hmm. been on a proper bike for just under a year who want to take it to a couple of tracks near us so yeah we just kind of get it out there use it as a as a tool so is your plan like Zero who wanted to make something functional mm. for the everyday, or is it to be something high performance you can take it to the track? Would, or you're just going to do it all right now for exposure? We, we're going to do a bunch of different things. Yeah. It's early days. Like I said, the, the, the market in the UK is not nearly as far along as we are here. So right. as long as we stay flexible, we can do kind of consultancy stuff. We, we've just launched a, an, like an online parts store so we can supply parts to like home builders. Pot? Parts. Oh, a smoke <laughs> weed every day. <laughs> you better take that operation to Colorado. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, no, you just oh, that's right. You can do it here. Now. You're here. Have you smoked weed yet? No, Mike said he's going to take me to get my card. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need a card. You don't need a card. It's legal now. The, the bud actually doesn't check. <laughs> what? The the bud doesn't check if you have a card. Uh, they just, <laughs> the lighter hits it and it just burns. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? <laughs> we don't care, man. <laughs> Listen, I, 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 I want to say something real quick about what he's talking about. Because this, this reminds me of when we were riding on the freeway and we saw them fools riding by. What were they riding? And your muffler fell off? Harleys, ah, yeah, right, and and these fucking guys come flying by us, and we're in, we're in like you know the flying ducks formation, you know what I'm saying, straight up, and and it's a really funny line because it was me and my fucking custom, my custom Honda with him and his KLR dual sport, and then we have Matt in full gear on a street bike, but we're like respecting the line, you know what I mean? We're all like you know we're you know very tight. Then these fucking outlaw like you know Harley guys or whatever the fuck they were just come flying through the lanes like all around us and shit and they're like fuck you guys you know and they come flying through <laughs> and it was I, I was just like I was like stay in formation my bike's way cooler than yours fuck you <laughs> and then and then all of a sudden like we're like a couple miles up and like you know they're all pulled over on the side of the road and the one guy's like in the truck pushing the bike back into the truck because it broke down <laughs> using, using an on ramp as like a yeah. little ledge to get yeah. into it. but instantly I kind of like recognize I'm like okay so they all have like matching vests that are like brand new and shiny obviously sit in the closet you know what i mean they'll have like this brand new harley that they just saw on tv and they bought it so whatever to each his own that that's the guy i guess who like just really likes riding and just that's what he saw so he gets it but it makes me start thinking about dom and like dom just said he's like yeah i've only been running proper bike for eight months but like look how much he's fucking done for motorcycles and in motorcycles and with motorcycles and he doesn't fucking punk out like that and like posture up on the road on a bike it's it's a very interesting um situation you know and then i, I i'm nice, just man. curious as to how you felt when we we're at the show and you're just you, i mean you're because you're very polite and you're humble and and obviously you're very intelligent 
So, I mean, you know, you obviously didn't keep it simple when you're sitting there seeing all these people and you're just like, ah, this is you just this is like them, a cartoon. I guess we're in a big fucking adult was, cartoon there was, here. Every time you, uh, there was cool shit, you know, there was there was an Indian that had been at Bonneville. There was that old guy who drove yeah. in like the three wheeler, like triumph power thing and just slept in it and then drove. What about again. that bike? Lucky Charms. <laughs> I, I don't know about that. man. What? <laughs> what are you about? So I, I want to point out something I find very interesting because um, this is really cool in this industry that. We're saying so many people are still seeing this as new, and there's still a lot of people who are not convinced mm. that electric vehicles or electric motorcycles are going to replace gas. There's Some people still race horses. There you go. <laughs> um, but the fact that, you, I mean, you still have new money, new companies starting up, but you have guys like you who are just building something just simple but the fact that you can and then you also have people in college like we we're saying like cody webb for mm. part of his Wait, college program cody webb was that guy is amazing. to build an electric bike this and i'm there are clubs starting and and uh there's forums and stuff and people helping to source it and and you have this whole like i'm not gonna say underground but this uh rather well, than just like big companies making these Anybody can build one. Well, this is Hob a, a, hobby a, is always led yes. industry exactly. in Makers. whatever's bleeding edge. Yeah. Makers. How do you know Cody Webb? Uh, wait, 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 wait. Like, say him the way you say it. Cody Webb. <laughs> you gotta see here? the video. It's pretty Co funny. His Cody ass Webb is, is sat where yours is. Amazing. Yeah. I yes. love that guy. Yeah, that guy's yeah. unreal. He's I helped him with good. some battery stuff for some of right. his college projects. Right. And uh, yeah, he told us that about is it. the best if you ever want to feel like a completely incompetent motorcyclist <laughs> yeah. just let, watch him ride oh, yeah like up a tree we covered his airsberg list last year when he was in germany amazing he place amazing um he posted a picture today of his him riding up a tree i oh. i'm not surprised at all yeah <laughs> and <laughs> back off surprise me um yeah. but it just further cinches it for me that this is happening but i really love that you have people on a small level and these makers and people like you who are like a designer and you can you, well what would you get your degree in I, I didn't finish okay what were you getting your degree smart in? man thank you <laughs> product design okay so marketing yeah, <laughs> yeah. so exactly. yeah. passed yeah. pass the uh, IQ test of quitting college yeah <laughs> congratulations well, would you say that like, like so <laughs> it's exciting that this thing is really happening <laughs> and it's happening on a grassroots level too and that's why I love what you're doing and we're gonna continue to watch and support yeah man but for people who want to see check out what you're building and possibly hire you because you guys not just are selling a bike you're selling your resources yeah we'll just your... come help you with whatever you've got exactly yeah. so unionmotion.com dot, dot i think it's pretty cool same stuff on obviously twitter instagram facebook no one thought of union motion before it's super generic now something that you can't <laughs> is that from like the union jack no no it was to do with um kind of combining different things like wait you should explain the fourth dimension bro because that would kind of tie all this shit in the book what? and then why in the two dimensions oh what flatland and then what because this is i think that that really relates to what you guys are talking really? about about breaking through because like oh. people don't know oh in terms of like the way people see it because they can't yeah. picture what's it the book just called uh, the flatland okay to say real quick what you're talking what that's uh, about and how that would relate to what we're talking about i don't know because you just Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, so it was written by a mathematician a while ago. I can't remember when or who, but it's 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 set in a two D world, uh, and it's about a a three D visitor to that world. Sounds like a cartoon. It 
kind of they made, they made they made, they made, they made it. yeah yeah kind of imagine like a three D visitor <clears throat> kind of entering all books are fiction. <laughs> 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 wow, you just blew my yeah. mind, man. Yeah. Mind blown. <laughs> Intrinsically, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, intrinsically fiction. Yeah. Um but anyway, yeah, it's it's to do with kind of uh, trying to explain it's a met it's a it's a framework to help you try and get round how how hard it would be to perceive of a fourth dimension because we live in three. Uh, it's. I don't know why Mike's asked me to. Explain. I'm saying. It, no, listen. I'm saying it because he made it sense to me the other day. He says, you know, it, it's it's these two D people, drunk, man. and all of a sudden they were, <laughs> they, they were explaining. They were trying to explain like the three dimensional to to the two dimensional people, and they couldn't conceive that it was possible. Three dimension can see two dimension, yeah. but then it was a, it, it was is a, a way to understand the theory of the fourth dimension, dimension, not being a theory, yeah, yeah. but actually being something that could be present, and whatever the fuck that means. To me, what I'm saying is like the electrical bikes. It's analogous for the way people are yeah, kind of struggling to see that it's... Yeah, people can't see it being yeah, okay, a probability. Okay, yeah. And it's like something that's just like, oh, that's like a fad or whatever it is. But like we have big corporations pu pushing the third dimension right now. You know what I mean? And uh, you're talking about horses as a second dimension. But like <laughs> the electric bikes are that dimension, but it's actually happening. You know it's, what I mean? Yeah. Well, you guys are at that dimension. It'll, it'll back just at happen around saying, them. That's the thing. It'll just happen. And then before... Well, then, yeah. Look what Luke's saying. He's, he's talking about the electric bikes and how he's, he got rid of all the gas shit. And it's funny. And he, and he got rid of everything. And, and he won't talk about anything except for electric. <laughs> so you guys are in the fourth dimension <laughs> looking at I've, us in the third dimension. I've, Does that make sense? I've, I've built maybe... 30, 40 gas engines yeah. in my life, and I've insane gas, gas bikes. Yeah, uh, what, like he, everything was turbo on nitrous. Was super. He had a Honda CRX that was like a ten second car. Like it was ridiculous. <laughs> I had lots of fast cars, but um, at this point, ICE seems like uh, this kind of comical Rube Goldberg of. Having something that makes heat, but you actually wanted to turn a wheel, not make heat. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, you go through this elaborate contraption of things that will break apart and have a finite cycle of actuations. And at the end of this, a tiny resultant vector of torque turns your wheel. And uh, it's, 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 it's kind of, it's kind of, it? yeah, it is. It, it really is like a Rube Goldberg cartoon. Yeah, when you look at one, it's like, so you take in this poison that you spray out, and it and it kills people and the environment, and you burn it, and and, and, and as you're as you're burning it, you recover like 40%. an insignificant percentage yeah. that you use to actually help turn the wheel, and the rest of it vibrates, makes noise, and poisons the things around you. And this has become the de facto industry standard. People are like I'd never turn away from this. It's like, the only Reason, the only reason people haven't gone EV yet is because they haven't had that experience yet yeah. where if you have all the torque at command at your wrist that you want on the rear wheel with no Very interruptions energy consumption, you too. and relentless delivery of torque without needing to shift gears or be in a power band, I like all power band, all torque, all the time, relentless delivery of torque, <laughs> no interruption. There go and once you get button. that, once <laughs> yeah. you get that, you will never be satisfied with something internal combustion I, again. I kept my It'll arm be more of a novelty. Yeah. It would be like uh, going to a historic race or a horse race or something. You would never look at it as something serious you'd use for trying to get somewhere. 
fourth dimension, right? Is this what yeah. I'm talking about, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, okay, so th- there it, you go. I said yeah. something smart, too. Back in 2012, I bought my first Zero. I had it shipped to Florida. I had a range of about 40 miles. I kept my Yamaha R1 because I was like, if I ever got to go far, I'll use the R1. But for most trips, I'll use the Zero. I had to go to Bonnaroo in Tennessee, which was like 700 miles away. I decided to take the Zero <laughs> because it was just so much more awesome to ride than my R1. Lots yeah. of people like the Yamaha yeah. R1. Lots of people think the R1's a fast bike. The guy who crushed the, that bike used to own an R1. Yeah, yeah. but the, yeah. the thing is just twisting the throttle and being silent and just accelerating so quick oh, is yeah. just... It's, it's just unbeatable. Insane. My yeah. my Gixxer 1000 never got started again after I got into electric bikes. It just sat in my garage and got dustier. Yep. So I ended up giving it away along with my other gas bikes to make more room for hydroponics this in my is, garage. In my five and a half hour meditation of going down to Ventura, I was contemplating this some of this shit because I was like, I'm like, why the fuck do motorcycles break down so much? I'm like, why am I there's a, too many moving pieces? Because yeah. yeah. I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, yeah, motorcycles are cool as fuck. Yeah. Wait, isn't your like, engine in an ad for zero about too many fucking moving pieces? <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. That's my engine. That's, my, that's from Pumpkin. That's Pumpkin engine. You guys got Pumpkin. Like, this, it's a good, it's a good looking picture. It's a zero engine. But I swear, I was sitting there driving, I was like, damn, motorcycles are so fucking cool, but fuck it's like why like why are they not more reliable it's so stupid it's like why is somebody always working on a motorcycle it's like it's cool if you learn like if you ride a motorcycle and you're good at it but like don't learn to ride a motorcycle unless you have a fucking guide and how to fix it and you have tools because otherwise you know what i mean you're always going to be in the mechanics and that's what i feel it's like because why do bikes have such low miles besides crashes it's because they're, they're always fucking breaking down. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. oh, you got a really good bike for like, you know, oh, that's a lot of miles, 15,000. Like 15,000 fucking miles. My wife's car was brand new and it was 30,000 miles. And I paid fucking brand new price in, for it. In two years. That was good. In two years, I put 78,000 miles on my 2012 Zero. Yeah, Fuck. and you didn't have to fix wow. anything, right? What, oh, what I did. That, I did. You know, it's not. That was back in the early days. But the thing is, it wasn't a lot of stuff. You you, you, I'm talking like what? Yeah, a tires seat? don't is count. That what we're talking uh, well, about. We had, we'd have like a motor encoder that would lose signal with its pilot magnet, and I'd have to make change. You know, but, but the, <laughs> yeah, the, the repairs are just dropout. Like Cleveland Motor, which is making up words right now. Look, look, am I making up that? No, making up words. No. Hold on, go ahead. So, Phil, like Cleveland Motor was talking about the, you know, where they he started distributing zeros. And, you know, someone had a, a motor go bad on them. He took it in. Yep. 25 minutes, new motor, out the door again. <laughs> you know, like, you, you know, yeah. like, and those are guys who never worked on the bike before. And he, probably, he was probably like, are you serious? Are you joking? Like, what, you know yeah. what I mean? Did you just like twist the nut? And he's like, no, this is a real fucking engine, bro. Yeah. You just put it in here. You're good. <laughs> you got it's, 25 minutes. Well, technically, it's a motor, not an engine, right? That's, that's right. It's a motor, not an engine. Yeah, yeah, except for the rear wheel, a Zero's got one moving part, and yep. that's the rotor yeah. inside yep. the motor. You know? Well, well levers. Well, well master means, cylinder. The, 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 the well, internal. So all right. But there's another crazy thing in Luke's garage that we need to talk about mm. now too. Oh yeah? Oh <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not sure uh I'm into right. disclosing my garage's contents. <laughs> 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 what particular crazy thing she, are you referring she, to? Here? She's not talking about your hydroponics at all. No, no, no. So, um, In Nevada. We, we are familiar with Mike Corbin's Sparrow. Oh, yeah. Um, Shout out to Mike. There was Mike the, Corbin yeah, rocks. Yeah, Mike the, Corbin the, rocks. The little yeah. electric vehicle that can be seen in uh, Austin Powers. 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, it looks like, and now the new version that he's just unveiled that looks like a golf ball, a golf ball and a shoe made it. <laughs> yeah. Like is, a crow's beak. This is funny. Not bad. Luke, Luke and I were talking about the humpback <laughs> whale and how it's so efficient going through the water. Luke, mention, mention well, yeah, it's Well, we were saying the side fins, it was the uh, optimization for control authority <laughs> for lowest drag on a fin was to have these uh, funny protruding bumpy leading mm-hmm. edge ridges on it and so uh there's actually some submarines now that use those like a humpback fin because yeah, it's the, lower drag on the bottom those, of it those lines on the front of the fin they have these big bulbs yeah like the old all things. over them yeah and uh i mean i'm i'm not an aerodynamics expert or a fluid dynamics expert and but you uh, get a good crack right? look you're yeah. pretty damn good at it <laughs> <laughs> so, compared compared to the guys that i've been humbled to work with yeah. in so many amazing projects i am very much a novice at everything except batteries. So we we talked to Corbin to Mike Corbin. We did an interview with him, and he talked about the whole the first evolution of the Sparrow, the concept, and and um, why it failed, and its potential for success. All those things. Um, and there's a few left, and those are usually these wackadoo people who get together every now and then and have meets. And um, you have one. <clears throat> I do. You do. It's it's a. Uh the one to have if you were going to have one and you've modified it a bit <clears throat> just well you know i i don't want to take credit for bob schneeweiss who is a legend in evs and he did a lot of the work to uh to make it the beast that it was i just got it with no batteries in it and put uh a lot of battery in it <laughs> and uh, so uh, yeah. more battery means more power well in this case it meant more power because the battery that he had was only capable of doing something like 400 amps and it had a thousand amp controller in it so that was really a shame to leave 600 amps on the table there so So, and we're talking this is a small single person cockpit three-wheeled vehicle two wheels in the front one in the back this one was custom widened with a suspension that made it wider than a normal car by a few inches which was (laughs) actually kind of obnoxious for lane splitting but uh (laughs) Very much better for handling aggressive. That's things. a lot wider than the, the original the Sparrow. Way, I mean, a lot way wider. wider. Yeah. yeah. So so the normal wheels were in there, and it's about an arm length out on double wishbones to oh, each Jesus. wheel. Oh wow. Okay. So the original. It also Sparrows? had something like. Would they have fourteen horsepower? Terry? Yeah, something yeah. small. Something like fourteen horsepower. And mine had something like one hundred seventy. Okay. <laughs> okay. So that's what I'm saying. The original ones don't go fast. I've I've ridden one around. Corbin's building, and I think maybe what, like 30, 35, maybe? Oh, it's man. a golf cart. It's yeah. it's a golf enclosed golf cart. Liza. So that's when Liza had Sunny on her lap. Luke. Yes. Yours. That, what's that's a what's of mine. the yeah. potential top speed? <clears throat> oh, it's it's much faster than you want to be going in a sparrow. Right. <laughs> I'll tell you when, yeah. when you go over about seventy miles an hour in this thing, you I when I drive it, I literally wedge my elbows against the doors and hold the steering wheel with a you, depth. You do that you do that? <laughs> and like if if you have to take your hand off for something, you actually have to slow down because you'll just spin. <laughs> so it's not real stable. Um, I I would actually say it's okay for stability if you're sliding backwards. <laughs> seems to, it seems to track well going backwards. That is amazing. Luke, this this thing okay. has so much power. If you're riding it at nighttime, and yeah, Luke, I want this is the story I want okay, to hear. Okay, <laughs> I know where you're going. And this yeah. is fascinating. Yeah, Luke. Uh, well, go ahead, Liza. You do the intro. No, because who was it? Who wrote, was it? Laws? Laws. 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 So Laws Nanigans, who's been here. 
you let him write it. And he did a write-up on this thing that's hysterical. But apparently it has this special feature. It does. I don't know if I'd call it a feature. <laughs> a side effect. Side effect, I think, is better description. So it's basically, it's very. I think it's very similar to uh, when you reach 88 miles per hour in a DeLorean. This is the, the, car- the carbon dust buildup effect. It looks about like it. <laughs> So when the flux capacitor kicks in, yeah. is there like, there's like a flash and a bang? Uh, yeah, you can say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually followed by the wheel locking for short periods, too, no matter what speed you're going. So the, the, one of the things that makes the car a bad idea is that uh, it has enough torque that really at any speed, even on the highway at 70, you can break the rear tire loose. And so this is... um. A good thing and a bad. It's a double-edged sword, you could say. <laughs> it's it's good when you want to break the tire loose for, for hooning around, but it's it's interesting when you're just trying to get somewhere and it's breaking loose. <laughs> just trying to make it... <laughs> it's not like people are looking at you already. I had a, yeah. I had a, I had a client in uh, Hayward that I was leaving Scotts Valley for, and it started pouring, and uh, I got in the Sparrow. I got on 17, and it started hydroplaning, and I, oh. and I spun twice before leaving the Scotts Valley area, and so I just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And this is at highway speed, spinning twice. And so oh I pulled God. off, and I was like, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going to be late. I got to switch to a motorcycle, because my enclosed vehicle <laughs> is not really... It, well, it's good for drive, because when you have a lot of tire footprint and a very light we- vehicle, then that works out nicely. But in the w- rain, it just hydroplanes on, like, you know light rain on the ground and the thing is just spinning and floating like a boat basically you've made the teacup ride at disneyland (laughs) exactly (laughs) more fun yeah so so i think what Liza and i were actually getting to and but this was good too is uh because it's a brushed motor and Mm -hmm. when the brushes wear you've got carbon dust that builds up that's right so somebody hasn't given it a good throttle push in a while tell me what tell me what happens um it just explodes copper and plasma (laughs) and you plasma Instantly inside the cab, it it reeks like ozone and nitric oxide. And uh, so, Luke is a world leading expert now on arc flashes. Oh my god! Luke actually does presentations to big companies about arc flash events. I I ironically do. And I I drove a vehicle that was like the mobile arc flash movie. (laughs) So what 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 is what is an arc flash for those that don't know? It's when. a little bit of electricity somewhere becomes conductive through something like the air or dust or brake dust or carbon dust from brushes or whatever. And uh, that little path, once it gets warmer from electricity going through it, the resistance of that path drops inversely with temperature. And so uh, it almost instantly becomes like a dead short. And as a result of that, it just destroys everything around it like a plasma cutter would. <laughs> The, the difference between a normal plasma cutter, though, and what I've got is uh, a normal plasma cutter is going to be limited by its own power electronics or what you could pull out of the wall. So maybe like 10,000 watts would be a really big one. And uh, when you have 30 kilowatt hours on board, it could be 
It could be up to 300 kilowatts of plasma cutter <laughs> continuously for minutes. Wait, wait, or it wait. could be megawatts wait, of plasma cutter for seconds. Electricity comes out of your air conditioner. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? No, no I'm, saying, I'm saying that so much plasma forms in the motor, which is actually not enclosed in the vehicle other than this duct for a fan. But it just, first of all, you're blind from the flash. <laughs> the windshield is lit up so bright. And uh, the, the massive copper that it ejects is boiling. And so the globs hit the ground and they burst again like fireworks going off. So, so it first ejects these little multi-gram globs of copper that are boiling. And then they just burst when they hit the street, especially wet streets they are spectacular on. Can you bring this thing by on Sunday? Yeah, especially if it's raining. It's, it's in LA right now because um, I loaned it to a friend who is a, a very good motorcyclist and, um, and a shitty sparrow driver. <laughs> you know, I'm not even going to say he's a shitty sparrow driver because he actually used it and got places for like a week before he wrecked it. So he's a very good sparrow driver. Yeah. Oh my but, god! But uh, he went. It was it was raining a little bit out, and he crossed the strips on a crosswalk that were painted. Oh my god! And uh, it just went into a spin. And uh, Terry, I think you could tell me better, but I yeah. think he hit a pick up and then went over a median, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. So I don't, I don't even think it was raining. I think somebody just spit out their window in the back tire. Hit it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, moisture, yeah, he wound up spinning on the highway. And I would and have I, loved to see the truck driver who he's hit come out and be like, be like what, what the fuck is this? Like, me with a God shoe? damn it, and yesterday I broke my windshield with some asshole's yeah. exhaust tip. Some guy just threw a shoe at my truck. You know, like, bro, my shit just arc flashed. I got plastic. Plasma flying everywhere. It also, Sorry, bro. It also shorted the uh, unfused charge lead that I had in there. Well, it was kind of fused in the way that 10 gauge is like a fuse. <laughs> but uh, so it on impact, it actually shot sparks and like did the whole thing. <laughs> Confused to the side of the truck. <laughs> the truck driver came to a stop, got out of his vehicle, and just started running. <laughs> so, Dom, what are you thinking about American vehicles and legislation now? I think it's amazing. <laughs> Wait, can what, we get, what legislation? Can we get yeah. Luke to bad Matt's flat track to bring a zero? Uh, I don't. To what? The, the, his zero or his sparrow? No, fuck this. No, he wouldn't fit on the track with the sparrow, but <laughs> no, no, to, to what bring, is, it, bring what a is, zero to the bad math. It's a, it's a backyard flat track race. New Year's, uh, New Year's. You actually had me at track and race. <laughs> yeah, all right. Doesn't matter what yeah, yeah, the, yeah. what well, what it is from there. January 1st. Good fun. Yeah, Sweet. It's, a, it's a backyard flat track party. We should have, really fun. Luke, we should have Trevor, Trevor come. My last uh, track event by Vegas there ended in me sliding on my back like a turtle at highway speed. So <laughs> it was... <laughs> It was excellent. Still, still got some ribs oh out of God. place from that one. So just a few weeks ago. So yeah. So you're gonna go over there, and and after that story, can you believe the little pink bicycle is called the death bike? Yeah. And the other thing is just called a sparrow. It's just yeah, the yeah. sparrow. Do you make yeah. it, do you, sparrow. Regular. It's a regular car. Luke, do you ride anything that visits. won't just instantly kill you? Everything you seem to build and ride, just he had to think about. You know it. that yeah. that w really wouldn't be my style. Actually, <laughs> as as we've come to learn, oh, I got to give him the suicide scooter. I don't Remember that thing. I don't yeah. usually ride things that need keys. 
I usually just, everything's on a switch, so that uh, if the writer is willing to take their life into their hands, you know, <laughs> then I'll find them a block from there by following the screams. Luke, Luke has a, Luke has a, <laughs> not Luke a problem. Has a, listen for the sirens. Yeah. Luke has a great <clears throat> philosophy, and that's, he says he is uh, not comfortable getting on something unless he's okay with all outcomes. That's right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get on a bike unless I'm... Accepting that it will be my last motorcycling experience every ride. I I I agree. There's with wisdom that. there. That's a Liza thing. So we're actually getting near time. I, I got one question for Dom. Yeah, go for it. Um, hey, so I'm curious. You've been out here in California now for just a little bit. Over in in Europe, when you talk to regular motorcyclists, like you might meet at the coffee store or, or a hangout, mm. do most of, are most of them aware that electric motorcycles exist, or uh, what's your take on that? They're aware, like they they've heard the beginnings of it. But if you start mentioning brands, it's like not not even everyone's heard of Zero. Like I, I've I've you know you start, I've tried to like educate people, you know, I had to a, send them for test rides and stuff. I had a guy in Carmel up the street from Craig's house, yeah, arguing with me today about that those new electric things, those heroes. Heroes. I'm like, no, no, it's Zero. He goes, no, no, I'm pretty sure it's Hero. I'm like, no, no, it's Zero. He goes, no, no, it's Hero. <laughs> Okay. My my favorite electric vehicle question. I I was borrowing a friend's Tesla at the time, and uh, we pulled up in this kind of hick part of California. This guy was like, "Oh man, what's that?" You know, and so we we talked to him for a minute, and then he's like, "So I heard these are partially coal powered." And I was like, <laughs> like, "I was like, well, you know, depending on your perspective, you could say that uh, the average of the U.S. for United States is like sixty percent coal powered or whatever. You know, if you want to look at it that way." And so he look, he takes another lap around the car, and then he was like, "Where does the coal go?" <laughs> 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 oh my god! So I let him know that it's it's not actually a requirement to be coal powered. It is that wow. some electricity is coal powered. We, we've we've got a long way to go with educating yeah. people. That's for sure. Yeah. But it'll it'll come. Wow. Well, Dom, I'm glad you're out here and you're going to be having a lot of fun while you're here. But yeah, we man. do have one more question to ask you. Uh-huh. I hope you're prepared I for am. this question. Yeah. Um, and. You have many bikes to choose from, especially in the UK and here, but I would like to know, what is your up-the-butt bike? So I think it's been an up-the-butt bike before. So it's a butt-worthy bike. It is a butt. Well, to someone. <laughs> uh, you got a pretty mixed response last time, but I got a real soft spot for like horrible shit from the 80s. Oh, no. Lucky charms. Oh, no. <laughs> real, real quick, Liza, tell Luke what an up-the-butt bike is. He doesn't have Oh, uh, yeah. <clears throat> Luke, an up-the-butt <clears throat> bike is a bike that you look at and you go, Phew. I'd take it up the butt for that. <laughs> I want to know Luke's when this is over. <laughs> um, so you guys know, you know, a K1, BMW K1? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. I'd like to do, and I, you know, I'm, I'm going to take liberties he here. He has one at the Solvang Museum, too. Ah, yes. I want to go. So you know the race spec ones, the horrible, like, orange and mm, yeah, red. Yeah, giant and, like, yeah. yeah Just it, yeah. fucking amazing. Um, I'd take one. And you know, because the engines are gigantic in those things. There's one in the art of the motorcycle, isn't there? Yes. Cool. I think so. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah no, yeah, it's yes, the yes, book. The yeah. book, yeah. So then drop it all out and just put a horrible, get, get Luke here to help, and just put some like terrifying electric powertrain in there, loads of batteries. Because look, it's, it's You perfect. should put a Sparrow motor in there. Yeah. yeah well, no, what, what, motor, <laughs> what motor was in the Sparrow? That was an 8-inch DC, but uh, I, I can think of much more, more treacherous too. things to put in there. <laughs> 
it's, it's all ready to go. And, and, and he, <laughs> oh my God, he's diabolical. Exactly. So we take it over, take it over to Luke's. You know, Luke is the best at bad You don't ideas. want a bike exactly. that's survivable, you know? <laughs> yes, no, I agree. That's why, I, that's why I bought the Super Duke, because my Versus takes care of me. I wanted something that could potentially kill me. Yeah, yeah. good move. I like that feeling. <laughs> yeah. I know, yeah. I know. A K one with like a warp drive in it, basically. <laughs> a K one with a warp drive. Yeah, yeah. 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 Nice. Take it, take it to Bonneville. You know, something fun like that would be cool. All right. Yeah. Very good. All right, Jim. Ask your question to Luke now. So, Luke, I don't even know. Well, what's your up to butt bike? <clears throat> I I actually it. feel like I ride it. If if I had an unlimited budget to buy any motorcycle in the world right now, I would probably just walk out to the bike that I've got and get on it. Oh. And but, that uh, bike is. My zero DSR. Let's. Um, what have you done to you it? Could, but like, you could say it's gently modified, but. Uh, <laughs> Come on, your I mean, butt has a higher value than that. What about like a Moto Sins or something? A, a Lightning motorcycle would be very nice, lightning. no doubt. <laughs> um, or like a Moto Sins, would yeah. that be really, really uh, cool? It, it would be cool too, but. Yeah. Um, Th- that's a butt worthy bike. The Lightning has. <clears throat> Something like another hundred horse over the motor says, yeah. so that would be pretty tempting. Yeah, they yeah. come out with like two fifty or something. Oh, have you seen the two hundred forty four to the rear wheel? I think, have you seen which it? is why that's right about Just the sweet why? spot for a motorcycle. <laughs> I would say, <laughs> like, spot. like where are you that's going a, that you need to go that fast? You know, if you anywhere. Go, if you got to go that down. fast, you should probably just leave a little bit earlier. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Said the man mm. who's late everywhere. <laughs> you are late to your birth. This is true. <laughs> this is true. Well, cool, Dom. Thank you the, for coming down and the trick is to us. be late to your death. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Fourth and to die with right no there. money in your pockets. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Um, so thank you for coming down. I I appreciate you coming in for this, and I think you're gonna have a great time while you're here. And hopefully yeah. we can connect you with some more people. Yeah, I sent those emails today. I'm gonna go see whoever will let me. Great. Well, <laughs> I'm sure Terry here can possibly open some doors and Luke sure. too. Um, but yeah, go shake some hands, have some beers, yeah. and uh, have some fun while you're here. I will. And don't die on anything from Luke's garage. I'm going to try not to. No guarantees. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I want to borrow that race suit. Yeah. I want to yeah. see the video yeah. of him, like, you know, swearing the affidavit he knows yeah. he's going to die when he gets on this. <laughs> you're, uh, you're saying the waiver like anybody else before you get on. <laughs> <laughs> What's the one where the guy flips it on the gravel? He's like, I know the bike is. D-. And literally, I, as he finishes the sentence, he just 12 o'clock. <laughs> I loved, <laughs> I loved that. This guy, this guy flips. This guy flips so hard it knocks his shoes off <laughs> before before he hits the ground. And his, I've got a friend was filming it with a really good camera, like a Canon uh, 5D or something. And uh, yeah, in slow mo you can see the frame by frame within like within like one tenth of a second. His both hands are off the bars. And the bike hasn't even started flipping yet. It's just up at like 10 degrees. And from there, with both hands on the bars, he's thrown by his crotch hard enough. Just from the bicycle seat on his crotch is the only place touching the bike. He's thrown by his crotch hard enough through the air that his shoes come off before he lands. From stationary, he gets that much momentum. Wait, That's I, how you know that you've got just the right amount of torque. Well, I'm saying people race we, 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 could go, we could go on all night. We're going to have to have loop back yeah. But does, yeah, this, does yeah. this mean that people are just like cracking on it, or or, or like do you, can you get on it and just kind of so like like start to a, feel it out? They, if, they're if on, have, it's on or off. If you have a iron wrist from riding like Jixer one thousands that are geared down all the time, you know, then you won't just instantly flip it. But if you have a normal motorcycle experience, the moment that the first 
few degrees of throttle causes that power hit, that power hit will probably cause you to go whiskey, whiskey throttle, yeah. full throttle, oh. which is exactly what this guy did. With. He just he gave it a little bit of throttle, and, and as the it, bike the as the, the bike way. lynched, it just ripped the bike right out of his hands and pulled the throttle back fully as he in was like getting a it out of his hands. So yeah. how is this thing still in one piece with all these people crashing it? Luke built because it I, and he built it strong. Yeah, because I build things out of chromoly, and uh, chromoly <laughs>, laughs at your bleeding and you crash. <laughs> it's not impressed. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not impressed. <laughs> it's not impressed. <laughs> oh man! Well, I think I think Mike, Mike needs a test ride. No, Jake does not get no, a test. No, 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 no. Mary's going to kill you. New dad, you got to give it some time. Yeah, you, have yeah, a you can have a bottle of whiskey. But you're no, welcome no to right. come by and test ride, and you don't need anybody's permission. It's in front of my house right now, and it doesn't have a key. <laughs> you just flip the switch. Yeah. Ah, that's her dad, and he's bigger than you. Is that like, you know. no, is that like thief bait? It's like, yeah, come steal my boat. Can you put it in front of my house? It'll take us about 10 minutes and some Fool will jump on it. I've left it in front of sketchy grocery stores in Oakland and things. And uh, <laughs> there's just a puddle really. of blood the most, on the ground. The most and the bike that's ever happened is I've come out and had people looking it over. Yeah, <laughs> <really>. <laughs> nobody, nobody. I mean, it. It's uh, really not a very welcoming thing. Thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> It's got uh, it's these, got, it's these got big a... live power terminals right between your legs. <laughs> I was going through tech inspection at Laguna one time, and uh, this guy was like, "Are you sure that that's a safe machine to go out on the track?" And I was like, blue. "I was like, sir, this thing is really safe." And I, and I, I, I take my sweaty motorcycle gloves and I pat them on the terminals, and just shock the shit out of myself right across the chest. I was like, "Ah!" I was like, I was like, Okay, pretend, pretend you didn't just shock the shit out of yourself and that you're good to go on the track. <laughs> and then I got on the track and it was fine. Oh my god. Oh my god. <clears throat> but that seizure medication's taking care of all the uh, byproduct of that. We're good? Oh my god. Good? Oh my oh god. Shit. We're, Luke, a we're definitely going to. Yeah, from crying. <laughs> We're definitely gonna have to get you back Look in here. Laguna Tech. <laughs> and 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 Dom, um, oh you too. God. I think you're gonna be coming back next week, which by the time this airs was last week. Yes. Whatever you say, man. Yeah, trust <laughs> me. It's happening. But I think we're it's time to wrap. So we're gonna try this. Uh Zach, can you tell people how to reach us? You can find us online at MotorcyclesAndMisfits.com, on Facebook at Recycle Santa Cruz. Send us an email at RecycleMotorcycleGarage at gmail.com, and you can call and leave us a voicemail at... 831-291-5112. You guys have not caught on to this listen, yet. Listen, listen, no, I was thinking that about this on my ride back you yesterday when I was listening time. to the podcast, and you keep doing the Zach thing. Why don't you just put the fucking number up on the wall? Keep no, it's it not so the number. Last time we didn't do the number. We did do the number. Yeah, you do no, the number. Just put the number right here. Right here. Just big 831-291-5112. Call and leave us a message if you'd like to leave us an intro or if you have an idea for Emma's history hole. Listen, the next Patreon, the next Patreon subscriber will get a framed copy of my tie-dye license plate. (laughs) (laughs) Did you find it? The tie-dye license plate. Yeah, I took it off. You were with me. I Oh no, you lost the other yeah, one. Right? Yeah, the, 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 so the, I think, the real one. Yeah. Again, thank you to everyone for listening, especially our Patreon subscribers, of which Dom is one, and he got his new T-shirt yeah, today. Awesome. So, Makes you look fit. 
Oh, Makes wait, you look good. I just have one more PS. Uh, paper license plates are a felony. <laughs> it's a federal document that you're copying. I asked the cop, and I promptly took the plate off yeah. afterwards. So, yeah. Just wrote in the middle of the, By the way. And <laughs> also, I hope everyone had a wonderful Christmas. So, on behalf of all the misfits, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And, uh, happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah, too. Yes, happy holidays. Yeah. And we've got New Year's Rabonica. coming up, too. So, yeah. I hope your, your holidays have been festive. All right, on that note, we're ready to get out of here. This is Liza. Naked Jim, follow Charger on Facebook. Mike. Jake. Dom. Luke. Go Electric Terry. And we are ready to get out of here. Charger says woof. Cool, cool. Yep. Cool, cool. Cool, cool. cool, cool.